0: Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 12th day of December. Wow, I just had a very strong urge to sing on the 12th day of Christmas. I'm not gonna sing it, but I guess here we are, the 12th day of Christmas. What did the tree love bring? Oh no, I can't think of it. Okay, I had to look it up. It's 12 drummers drumming. Nobody get me any of that, please. Amen. (laughs) I saw something that said, out of all these days of Christmas, do you realize how many of these are birds? And I was like, nope, I cancel that. Don't bring me none of those. I'm not a fan, not a fan of birds. But uh, here we are. We are officially in our week together. And hopefully you are feeling the joy of the Lord as we talked about yesterday. This is the week of joy and uh if you are celebrating advent or following along you've now have three candles lit and uh we've been doing it as a family together um ben and i my husband and our daughter and um it's been really sweet we've really enjoyed it and trying to do little scripture in the morning and trying to do a like a just a fun activity i've not been super on top of it honestly um kind of hard to think of things with a toddler and then do them (laughs) um but the things that we have done and have done as a family like all over the weekend I've got it down like can nail this got it but during the weekdays I'm like okay for our advent activity today we're gonna do the same thing we've been doing all week we're gonna just play around the house, <laughs> gonna go get groceries, um, but she, she loves it, I think, um, but it has been a time to really establish, you know, what traditions do we want to do, what things do we want to create, and obviously you can edit and seek them over the years, but uh, anyways, uh just pray that the joy of the lord is with you and if it hasn't may you truly be aware of it and tap into it and come around the word of the lord together today so this one actually surprised me what we're reading today i forgot we jump back into acts for a second uh we are in the book of acts with chapters 20 starting in verse 4 very fascinating and we're gonna go through 23 to uh sorry chapter 23 verses 35. Sipater so the Berean, son of Pyrrhus, accompanied him, and of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus and Secundus, and Gaius and Derby, and Timothy and the Asians, Tychus and Tromus. These went on ahead, and were waiting for us at Troas, but we sailed away from Philippi under the days of unleavened bread, and in five days we came to them at Troas, where we stayed for seven days. On the first day of the week, When we gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day, and he prolonged his speech until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room where we were gathered, and a young man named Eusius, sitting at the window, sank into a deep sleep as Paul talked still longer, and being overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. But Paul went down and bent over him, and taking him in his arms, said, Do not be alarmed for his life is in him. And when Paul had gone up and had broken bread and eaten, he conversed with them a long while, until daybreak and so departed. And they took the youth away alive, and were not a little comforted. But going ahead to the ship, we set sail for Asos, intending to take Paul aboard there, for so he had arranged, intending himself to go by land. And when he met us at Asos, we took him on board and went to Mitlin. And sailing from there, we came the following day opposite Chios. The next day we touched at Samos. And the day after that we went to Miletus. For Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus, so that he might not have to spend time in Asia. For he was hastening to be at Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. Now from Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. And when they came to him, he said to them, you yourselves know how I lived among you. The whole time from the first day that I sent foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears, with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews. How I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public from the house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now behold, I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. But I do not account my life of any value, nor is precious to myself. If only I may finish my course in the ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel and the grace of God. And now behold... being sorrowful most of all because of the word he had spoken, that they would not see his face again, and they accompanied him to the ship. And when he had parted from them and set sail, we came by a straight course to Kos, and the next day to Rhodes, and from there to Partra. And having found a ship crossing to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. And we had come in sight of Cyprus, Leaving it on the left, we sailed to Syria and landed at Tyre. For there we shipped, the ship was to unload its cargo. And having sought out the disciples, we stayed there for seven days. And through the Spirit, they were telling Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. When our days there were ended, we departed and went on to a journey. And they all, with wives and children, accompanied us until we were outside the city, and kneeling down on the beach, we prayed and said farewell to one another. Then we went on aboard the ship, and they returned home. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemais and we greeted the brothers and stayed with them for one day. On the next day, we departed and came to Caesarea, and we entered the house of Philip the Evangelist, who was one of seven, and stayed with him. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied, while we were staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. And coming to us, he took Paul's belt and found his own feet and hands and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, This is how the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. When he heard this, we and the people were ur- there urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. And Paul answered, What are you doing? weeping and breaking my heart for I am ready not only to be imprisoned but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus and since he would not be persuaded we ceased him and said let the will of the Lord be done after these days we got ready and went up to Jerusalem and some of the disciples from Caesarea went with us bringing us to the house of Manessan of Cyprus an early disciple with whom we should lodge Thus all will know that there is nothing in what they have been told about you, but that you yourself also live in observance of the law. But as for the Gentiles who have believed, we have sent a letter with our judgment that they should abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols, and from blood, and from what has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. And Paul took the men, and the next day he purified himself along with them, and went into the temple, giving notice when the days of purification would be fulfilled, and the offering presented for each one of them. When the seven days were almost completed, the Jews from Asia, seeing him in the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who is teaching everyone everywhere against the people and the law in this place. Moreover, he even brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place. For they had previously seen Trophimus, the Ephesian, with him in the city. And they supposed that Paul had brought him into the temple. Then all the city was stirred up, and the people ran together. They seized Paul and dragged him out of the temple, and at once the gates were shut. As they were still seeking to kill him, Word came to the tribune of the cohort that all Jerusalem was in confusion. He at once took soldiers and sentrians and ran down to them. And when they saw the tribune and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. Then the tribune came up and arrested him and ordered him to be bound with two chains. He inquired who he was and what he had done. Some in the crowd were shouting one thing, some another. And as he could not learn the facts because of the uproar, he ordered him to be brought into the barracks. And when he came up to the steps, he was actually carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the crowd. For the mob of the people followed, crying out, away with him. As Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, he said to the tribune, may I say something to you? And he said, do you know Greek? Are you not the Egyptian then, who recently stirred up a revolt and led the 4,000 men of the assyrians out into the wilderness paul replied i am a jew from tarsus and Sicilia, a citizen of no obscure city i beg you permit me to speak to the people and when he had given him permission paul standing on the steps motioned with his hands to the people and when there was a great hush he addressed them in hebrew language saying brothers and fathers hear the defense that I now make before you. And when they heard that he was addressing them in the Hebrew language, they became even more quiet. And he said, I'm a Jew born in Tarsus in Sicilia, but brought up in this city, educated the feet of Gamil, according to the strict manner of the law of our fathers, being zealous for God, as all of you are to this day. I persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering to prison both men and women, to see the righteous one and to hear a voice from his mouth. For you will be a witness for him to everyone of what you have seen and heard. And why now do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. When I had returned to Jerusalem and was praying in the temple, I fell into a trance and saw him saying to me, Make haste and get out of Jerusalem quickly, because they will not accept your testimony about me. And I said, Lord they themselves know that in one synagogue after another I imprisoned and beat those who believed in you and when the blood of Stephen your witness was being shed I myself was standing by and approving and watching over the garments of those who killed him and he said to me go for I will send you far away to the Gentiles up to this word they listened to him then they raised their voices and said away with such a fellow from the earth For he should not be allowed to live. And as they were shouting and throwing off their cloaks and flinging dust into the air, the tribune ordered him to be brought into the barracks, saying that he should be examined by flogging to find out why they were shouting against him like this. But when they had stretched him out for the whips, Paul said to the centurion who was standing by, Is it lawful for you to flog a man who is a Roman citizen and uncondemned? When the centurion heard this, He went to the tribune and said to him what are you about to do for this man is a roman citizen the tribune came and said to him tell me are you a roman citizen and he said yes the tribune answered i bought this citizenship for a large sum paul said but i am a citizen by birth so those who were about to examine him and withdrew him immediately and the tribune also was afraid For he realized that Paul was a Roman citizen and that he had bound him. But on the next day, desiring to know the real reason why he was being accused by the Jews, he unbound him and commanded the chief priests and the council to meet, and he brought Paul down and set him before him. And looking intently at the council, Paul said, Brothers, I have lived my life before God in all good conscience up to this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting to judge me according to the law? And yet contrary to the law, you order me to be struck. Those who stood by said, Would you revile God's high priest? And Paul said, I did not know, brothers, that he was the high priest. For it is written, You shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. Now when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. It is with respect to the hope and the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial. And when he had said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the assembly was divided. But the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, nor angel, nor spirit. But the Pharisees acknowledge them all. Then a great clamor arose, and some of the scribes of the Pharisees' party stood up and contended sharply, We find nothing wrong in this man. What if a spirit or an angel spoke to him? And when the dissension became violent, the tribune, afraid that Paul would be torn to pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him away from among them by force and bring him into the barracks. The following night the Lord stood by him and said, Take courage, for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. When it was day, the Jews made a plot and bound themselves by an oath neither to eat nor drink till they had Paul killed. There were more than forty who made this conspiracy, Paul called one of the centurions and said, Take this man to the tribune for he has something to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the tribune and said, Paul, the prisoner called me and asked me to bring this young man to you as he has something to say to you. The tribune took him by the hand and going aside asked him privately, What is it that you have to tell me? And he said, The Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul down to the council tomorrow Get ready for 200 soldiers, with 70 horsemen and 200 spearmen, to go as far as Caesarea at the third hour of the night. Also provide mounts for Paul to ride and bring him safely to Felix the governor. And he wrote a letter to this effect. Claudius Lysis to His Excellency the Governor Felix, greetings. This man was seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them. When I came upon them with the soldiers and rescued him, having learned that he was a Roman citizen, and desiring to know the charge for which they were accusing him, I brought him down to their council. I found that he was being accused about questions about, of their law, but charged with nothing deserving death or imprisonment. And when it was disclosed to me that there would be a plot against the man, I sent him to you at once, ordering his accusers also to state before you what they have against him. So the soldiers, according to the instructions, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipartus. And on the next day they returned to the barracks, letting the horsemen go on with him. When they had come to Caesarea and delivered the letter to the governor, they presented Paul also before him. On reading the letter, he asked what province he was from. And when he learned that he was from Caesarea, he said, I will give you a hearing when your accusers arrive. And he commanded him to be guarded in Herod's praetorium. God, I thank you that you are a God who cares for his people. And that when you say something, when you speak it into fruition, it's, it's as good as done. And I thank you for your hand over Paul's life. And that he chose to obey you. And that he was willing to obey you to the point of death. And we see that so rarely in your word. And um, God, I just thank you for someone who is willing to be filled with courage and be filled with boldness and to really seek you out in all things. And I pray that we would be motivated to pursue you no matter what it looks like, no matter what the cost is. And God, I just thank you for your word that guides us and directs us, encourages us and convicts us. And I just thank you for how much you care for us, and I thank you that we feel that in your word and in your presence. And so as we are just continuing this week, really starting our week, uh, God, I pray that your joy would be so present with us, Lord, that we would choose to really put on joy, that we would choose it. I thank you that it can be all around us, but when we choose, when we choose it and when we recognize that it's there um, that we can really be in the fullness of it and so I thank you God for it. I pray that there would be new levels of joy and just a refreshing of joy and um, yeah God I just thank you for the sweetness that it's our strength and so if we're feeling weary if we're feeling weak if we're feeling exhausted or tired or anything of that sort I thank you that in your joy we are strengthened and we don't have to do this on our own. And I thank you that that is the sweet truth. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Dailyaudiobible.com is our website. That's the place of connection. It's where you can see what is going on here in the community. So be sure to check that out. You can also go to facebook.com forward slash dailyaudiobiblechronological and you can get further connected with other dab Seers who are listening as well. But that is all for today. I'm China. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.
1: Hi, DABC family. This is Pamela, living life victoriously in Pennsylvania. I'm listening to the December 7th podcast. And Jill is reading Romans 1 to 3 and reminding us in her prayer of the weight of being the representatives of Jesus, and that we would remain faithful to that. I'm also lifting up some of my family in prayer. Sonia from Texas, thank you for your call to pray for some of our sisters. I'm praying blessings over you, Sonia. Also agreeing with you in prayer for Kim's healing, for Kim in California and her husband, her husband's healing, and the restoration of their marriage through godly counsel. And for LOV and everyone who is going through grief during this holiday season, that God will give them moments of joy and beautiful memories that they've cherished. Uh, Also praying for Stephanie from Florida, her dad, Sheldon, that the esophageal cancer will be completely healed in Jesus' name, and that um, you will be guided for the care for his broken hip. Also praying for Brenda, Brenny, love. Um, I appreciate your um, encouragement, sister, about being single and that each of us can receive great comfort from the Lord's promises of never leaving us, even when we're alone. Um, celebrating with you, Simone, about your first year anniversary with the DAB and all the things that he's doing in your life. And I'm asking for prayer that I would stay faithful as the Lord's representative to my family and everyone he places in my life. I also ask for prayers for my son and my husband. I thank you, family.
2: Good morning, DABC family. This is Rodney from Atlanta. And I want to pray for Tanya and her husband, uh, the loss of his 28-year-old daughter, Um, first of all, I give my condolence to him and to Tanya, and I want to pray for him and for Tanya and for the whole entire family. Father, our God, Lord, we need you now. These are days that we don't even understand the loss of this 28-year-old woman, this daughter, But, Lord, we know that you are still in control. And, Father, I pray, Lord, for your unsurpassing peace, the peace that surpasses everything we can understand. And, God, give peace to that Father. Give peace to Tanya. Now, God, in the name of Jesus, we need your wisdom. We need your love during this very difficult time. But I pray, Lord, even now, the man who brought his son to your disciples, he cried, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Lord, I pray, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus, as we go through this difficult time. Help our unbelief, because, Father, we trust you, even with this. God, have your way. Do what only you can do. In the name of the Lord Jesus. and God, we'll give you praise for the victory. We're going to trust you. We're going to see your glory somehow through all this. And so, God, we... We depend on you. We lean on you now, Father, because we need you. Lord, I thank you. You will be there. It's in the mighty, the matchless, the marvelous, and majestic name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. In amen. God bless you.
3: Hey, my all the Chain Dab C-Fam. This is Kingdom Seeker Daniel. Fam, I just want to lift up a few Dab sears, so let's pray. Father, I come on behalf of Jesus' girl whose dear friend Selena's husband, Tommy, has stage four pancreatic cancer and may only have a year to live. God, you know because you are the author of life. And so we're praying for Tommy. We're asking that if it be within the the confines of your divine will? Would you spare his life? Would you extend his life and restore his health completely from this pancreatic cancer? Be with the two children that are under 10 as I'm sure they're having a tough time. Lord, most importantly, will you save Tommy? If he is not a believer, bring him to saving faith. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, because that's what matters most. So as you are working on his heart, work on that body as well. We pray in Jesus name. And then for Stephen in Northeast Ohio, whose daughter Kim has gastrointestinal problems. Lord, I ask that you will continue to touch um, Steve's daughter and bring about healing in her body into those internal parts, we pray that you would manifest your divine healing to restore Kim in the name of Jesus. And for Kim from California, whose marriage is under attack, God, the husband is losing hope and has health issues. And we thank you that you are the God of hope. You are the God of healing and you are the God of restoration. Will you bring restoration to all of these individuals To the glory of your great name, in Jesus' name.
4: Good morning, Debsy. It's Amanda in Nebraska. I just finished Jill's reading and commentary on Wednesday, December 7th, and it really spoke to me, really called me out for my own sin of judging others. When Jill mentioned certain social groups and... I have struggled with this for several years and not knowing how to love them as Christ calls me to without feeling like that's allowing them to think that I'm accepting their sin. I don't, I don't know how to work that. I'm like Paul, black and white. So this is very hard for me. Um, but your commentary called me out And I appreciate that Always speaking God's truth So hopefully This will Stick in my mind I've starred it on the app So that hopefully I can remember to go back And listen to it again Um I've been listening for almost a year. At the end of the year, I wanted to find something to be able to listen to the Bible. And God brought me to this platform, and I'm so grateful for it. I pray along with prayer requests. And thank you for your continued prayer for my prayer requests. I pray each of you have a wonderful day. Love y'all.